Well, hi, hello, everybody. We're back with another episode of the None Other, None Other Fuck You Mentality Podcast. One of these days, I will get around to actually doing a um, a sound bit that you're supposed to add to your podcast before you you start the podcast. What the fuck ever? I'm a hairdresser, okay? I'm, I'm not. I don't do technology anyway. Um, so I have this really cool individual on today. Um, it's been really crazy. I feel like the the common thread with all the people that I'm interviewing right now are people that I've never met in person. A, and I've exclusively known them through social media. Um, so I'm, I never shut the fuck about this. If you guys are nervous about getting on social media, this is your fucking, this is your sign from the goddamn universe to get the fuck on there because the relationships that I have created just through social media, just by being a decent human being, incredible. I have created more genuine relationships over uh, social media and the phone than I do in real life, which is absolutely crazy to say. But anyway, so this particular individual... Um, I met her through social media. I don't even really know which one it was, but um, I started following her because A, I loved her work and B, she works with really, really dark hair, which is extremely hard to do. Um, and her blends incredible. So that also like drew my eye, but she travels. Um, and I'm kind of excited to talk about this because some of the answers will probably shock you. And they actually just shocked me uh, before we even got onto this podcast, but Nonetheless, guys, give her a little bit of a break. She is a little bit ill. Um, I was like, why the fuck didn't you reschedule this? But she was like, no, like we've been trying to schedule this for so long. So guys, give her, cut her a little bit of a slack if she is wheezing and she's out of breath. I promise you she's okay. She's not dead. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself? Who are you? What the hell are you doing? And what's going on right now? It's illest, the illest. <laughs> illest of the ill. No, literally. This is Trish. I'm Trish. I'm here by Trish V. Um, oh, who the hell am I? Who are you? That I know. Um, I I would like to say I'm a traveling hairstyle, a full time traveling hairstylist. Um, holy crap! I'm so nervous now. I was Why? like so. Like, I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna. I'm okay. I'm good. And I'm like, oh crap! Now it's my turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time, dude um i'm a traveling hairstylist i'm based out of the bay area um born and raised in hawaii um and i also work in las vegas as well i've been doing hair about um two years now i graduated during covid um which was crazy but it also like pushed me to do hair and i think that's what kind of jump-started my career really quickly that's a okay first of all I didn't realize you had graduated during COVID okay yeah this like like okay. right in the heat of it yeah this like, like right ups the, the Annie even more this this totally <laughs> okay let me let's take a step back so let me give you guys she's not selling herself okay I'm gonna sell her for you guys <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so Trish um a like I said absolutely incredible when it comes to dealing with dark hair she's incredible across the board but like blonding on blonde hair fucking cake work but blonding on really really dark hair and also getting it to blend and not be fucking orange hard as fuck okay so the one thing that really caught my eye when I started seeing her social media is that that's what she does she deals with like I'm talking levels one through four that's her ideal clientele boom right there but she's getting these like kind of like super silvery ashy really blended balayages bright ass money pieces it's mind-blowing um but the fact that you just i didn't realize this the fact that you said you were a covid stylist so 
if anyone is listening to this, if you guys haven't really uh, experienced somebody who graduated during COVID, COVID stylists were literally thrown to the wolves. Like they, they had no, I feel like, I mean, I'm just speaking on what I've learned about COVID stylists, but I feel like they were just kind of like, okay, here, take some book work and some virtual education and then go make a career out of it. No, literally. And Uh I, like the lockdown happened when I was like 800 hours. So I barely got on the floor and I was like, how the hell am I supposed to be a hairstylist? Like, how is this ever going to work? Um, well, I want to talk about that then because yeah, how Trish. Okay. First of all, okay. Let's, let's take a second. (laughs) Okay. You are telling me, (laughs) you are fucking telling me that you are not only a two-year stylist, you are a COVID stylist who (laughs) slays the fuck out of some hair and travels around doing it? What? (laughs) Dude, I've literally been trying to tell my story for so long because it's like, it's insane. And that's why I feel like anybody can do it as long as you put your mind into it and put in the work. Like, you can get there as long as you just, like, push through. So, let's talk, let's, okay, let's, I keep saying let's take a step back, because you're literally broken right now. Um, So, let's, let's take a full-ass step back. So, how did this whole thing get started? Like, your journey to being to where you are right now. Okay. Um, So, let's, like, start from the beginning where everything happened. Okay. So I was living, I moved from Hawaii to California when I was 17 years old, right out of high school. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to move to California. I'm going to, I'm going to do shit. And I was a makeup artist at the time. So not a lot of people know this, but I was a makeup artist for maybe like six or seven years prior to this. And I was doing really well. I was like a six figure makeup artist, like going to school full time too. And, um, and I didn't have any clientele in California either. I kind of just like built it up myself and like just put myself out. And in the peak of my career, I was like, oh, I'm going to move to Vegas. Like, um, I was getting really lonely and my brother lived in Vegas. So I was like, okay, let me move to Vegas too. Like, and obviously the beauty industry is a lot booming over there. So I was like, okay, I can just do makeup there too. So I moved to Vegas and um, I try to work for an agency and they're like, yeah, you need your cosmetology license. And I was like, to do makeup? Like, what the hell? So I was like, fuck, I have to go back to school, whatever. And thankfully, I lived right next to the Paul Mitchell School the um, Las Vegas, like literally like two minutes, like walking distance. So I was like, OK, let me just do that. Like that way I can just get my cosmetology license and I'll do makeup. And um, I started at Paul Mitchell. I hated it. Um, Didn't even know how to braid hair. Um, I was literally going to quit at 100 hours because I was like, this is not for me. Like, I cannot do hair to save my life. Like, I don't know how I'm ever going to pass just to do makeup. And basically, I was like trying to pull out of school, like literally drop out. And they were like, "Okay, well, you have to pay your whole tuition. And I was like, fuck. I was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to suck it up and go to school yeah dude I was like fuck are you fucking kidding me I was like that it was 30 uh thirty two thousand dollars and I was like damn I was like okay you know what I have to suck it up 
So I was like, okay, um, I'm going to do hair. And then, um, so I would just practice on my doll head, whatever, like finish school. And then the pandemic like happened and I was at 800 hours and that's when you're about to go on the floor. And I barely in school, in school on the floor, like I probably only took like three clients max in school, like on the floor. So I didn't even really get to experience the whole like being like, fucking up on people's hair at school and shit like that so when um they did when they did the lockdown um they were like okay well you're gonna do distance learning and I was like well how the fuck am I supposed to how how am I gonna get hands-on learning if like we can't even do anything and we would have to do like nine hours a day of like freaking online work and whatever so I was like okay let me let me try to post on social media and see if people want their hair done for free and that's kind of how um I started I would charge like super cheap and I would just be like I'm a student just pay for product and I'll do your hair and um I would just literally do hair out of my kitchen and I had the mentality of like you want to work as a hairstylist like I told myself like, okay, well, if I'm doing hair on my own, like I kind of have to think of myself being alone as a licensed hairstylist. Like I have to put my mindset into that. Um, And thankfully, like I didn't fuck up on anyone's hair while, you know, I was doing the hair in my kitchen. And um, when we got went back to school, I started getting booked out a lot. And so I would book them out in school and then same thing, like I was able to do like the stuff that I wanted to do. Um, and then right when I graduated, I already had like a really good book to get out and, you know, what right when I got licensed. So I was trying to look, I graduated during December. Um, and that's like literally the peak of the holiday, like the busiest time, right? So I was like, okay, let me try to find someone that I could assist. And no one was hiring assistants, like, at all during December because we just got out of, like, COVID. Well, it was still kind of, like, covid but it was still in, like, I think everybody was only allowed to take, like, one client at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how the hell am I supposed to, like, do this while um, while I'm, like, you know, fresh out of school? And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to booth rent. And then um, my lease was three months. So I was like, okay, after three months, I'm going to go assist someone. And then after that three months, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to continue. Like, I feel like I was on a good roll that I was like, okay, wait, well, I don't want to assist because, you know, I still have my, I still have a full clientele. Like, I was working five days a week. So I was like, okay, I don't want to you know, I want to still keep my clientele because a lot of the um, the stylists at the time that were hiring for assistance were only looking for people to like mix color, sweep and all that stuff. And I was like, fuck, I want to be I want to be hands on like. And I was looking to do commission to even start, too, but um, they wanted 50 percent. And then they also wanted you to bring in your own product. And I was like, well, I would rather just like pay my rent was so cheap. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll just continue what I'm doing. And I've just been doing that for. Yeah. Till now. Um, But in um during COVID, I actually went to Hawaii. And then that's how I started kind of um, 
traveling and doing hair because I was I was doing hair during like lockdown and I went I went to Hawaii for a while and then I was doing hair there um and then yeah that's kind of how I got like started but the traveling thing it was like I kind of was like I just posted on social media one day and I was like I'm gonna be in the Bay Area anybody want their hair done and then I had a few clients that sl slid up and then I just started getting busier and yeah I don't know it's been crazy this story is all over the place sorry no no I mean I feel like both you and I are like kind of taking it all in yeah <laughs> um have you like have you told this story no that's why I was like oh my god I finally get to tell my story I've been trying to like do a get ready with me but it's such a long story and there's so many like parts into it I was like this would be like a 20 part story I well first of all I feel very honored that I'm like the first social thing that you are I know I was so excited I was like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on Lisa's podcast yeah dude it's fucking speak your truth you know yeah uh, that's all that's all that I'm about I okay Trish we got again we gotta take another step back first of all if no one has told you this I'm fucking proud of you because oh my god that I I've been writing I write notes as I as I t do the podcast um the fact that you were a phenomenal makeup artist obviously had an, had a thing for beauty right had a full-time career was like okay let's try something new fuck I need to get a license for it gonna get my ass in school gonna get the license then shit hit the fan the world shut down during a fucking shutdown you're like you know what the only way that I can build this success is if I just start now. So you start having people in your kitchen, which if anyone's listening, that's like totally against the law. You literally are not allowed to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but you were willing to take that risk. I'm all about bigger the risk, bigger the reward. I'm all about it. So she is risking a license she doesn't even have yet. And she's like, fuck it. I want to learn. I want to learn how to do this. The only way for me to do it is if I do it at my house. Fuck it. Whatever. Let's do it. During that time. You do that. You also go back to Hawaii and also practice in Hawaii and build a clientele there, right? You come back here, you get your goddamn license, okay? And then during this time of you building, like just trying to learn how to do hair, you happen to build a clientele. You take that with you to school. School, you're you're just taking names, cash, and checks, and then you're graduated. When you're graduated, you basically have a full book and you're like, fuck, I want to learn. But I also want my hands in deep in hair because I have enough experience to, to I know how to do hair. So you decided to straight out of the get-go, which is literally fucking unheard of, to go rent. That is holy shit, Trish. <laughs> Dude, I know. That's why I'm like, I have no idea how a like a quote unquote real hairstylist works because it's like I just kind of got thrown into it like I really want to and it's so weird because I kind of still want to assist like it's in the back of my head where I'm like I want to assist and one of my friends was like no one's gonna want you to fucking assist for them and I was like what like why I still feel like I'm still I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing it's so weird it's so weird like I feel like I still need to assist so then that way I can be like oh I assisted you know Mm -hmm. Well, there's no like, there's no right or wrong to that. But I think we sympathized on that because I'd never assisted either. 
Oh and shit. I, no way. Oh no. no, 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 no. I've never since a day in my life, but I also opened a salon at 19 uh-huh. fresh into the industry. Well, I was, I got into the industry when I was 16. Um, cause I, we, it's a long story, but either way. So yeah, <laughs> I too, same thing. Like I never assisted it. Just, I went from school to behind the chair, balls to the wall, you know, and then opened a salon, still never assisted. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just was like, fuck it, fake it till you make it. Um, and the reason why I moved to California is because I wanted to be an assistant because I felt like I, I needed to, like, it was just one of those things that you, you, you've learned a lot on your own, but you're like, I feel like there's so much more that I can learn. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. I had no idea that I know you've been a stylist for like what, 10, 15, 10, 10, 10 years, years, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like, I feel like everybody always talks about like, you need to be, you need to be, um, you need to assist to make it. And I was like, oh fuck, I guess I have to assist, you know, but hearing you and you've opened fucking salons and like, look at you now, like, holy shit, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. There's so no I'm like, okay, maybe right you don't need to really, yeah, no. yeah. You don't because I do keep up with my education. You know, that was like one thing where I was like, if I'm not gonna assist, I better fucking keep up with my education. Right. Have you always just been naturally driven like this, like where you're just like, I gotta buckle down and get my head in the head in the game? I, um, you know what? I think I have because my parents are super like. My mom and dad are very like go-getters. So I think it was just like rightfully for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to be a fucking go-getter. And the way that like my parents live, they like literally do whatever they fucking want. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to be able to my like spend whatever the fuck I want. I don't want to budget. I want to be able to like fucking if I want to buy it, I'm going to fucking buy it, you know? And I told myself like I, I'm a very I love to buy shit when I'm bored, I love to spend money. So I was like, you know what? If you're not going to fucking make money, then like, bitch, you know, you can't live this lifestyle. So right. I think also that's like what's inbreded in my brain is like, you better like push yourself to be where you want to be and get whatever you want, you know, but n- not t- like, you know, toxic hustle culture, no, you know, know, have the balance. Yeah. Have you, have you fallen into that at all? Like, have you, I guess like now I'm, now I'm interested in your journey of, of where you are now. Have you, have you ever found yourself kind of in that boat of like work over life, work over, you know, um, your, your well being? Yeah, I think it was, um, it was actually before I posted, um, that one video that kind of blew me up that one color correction video. And I think that's how, um, you followed me okay um so I was kind of I was very fucking burnt out I was over it I was about like seven or six months in or seven to eight months into being full-time like into hair behind the chair and I was like fucking over it and I was I think at that time I was like seeing the money come in and I was like oh fuck yeah like I'm gonna work I was working like 12 hour days five days a week and it was just too much and I was getting over it I was like you know what fuck this like I'm so overdoing hair um it got to the point where I took like a whole month off because I was like over it wow and I was super flaky because I was like you know what I'm too fucking tired to go to work today and I would cancel my whole days and um like I was so shitty I would I guess I was still so new to it and plus like 
I would get anxiety because I would get all these color corrections and I was so new and I would get anxiety over the appointment where I wouldn't even sleep the night before and I would cancel their appointment because I was so nervous to do their hair. And um, I was like, fuck, like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? Like, And I would cancel appointments all the time because I was like over it and I was too booked like and I like it's so weird because it's like you want to be booked like I feel like in school that's like the mentality like you need to be booked out blah 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 like that and I was like how the fuck am I supposed to live life like and hair basically hair took over my like world I had no time for myself um I barely was eating I would get sick all the time I would basically never see the sun and I was like I, I think I need to quit hair. And then I posted that color correction. And something just told me, just post about it, like post it on social media, whatever. And I posted it and it blew up. And I was like, holy shit. And um, I was surprised because I thought I was a mediocre hairstylist, to be honest. Like I was like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, didn't think anything of myself. I was like, I think I do hair pretty good, but I didn't think anybody was interested in learning from me or anything like that and I was surprised at how fast it blew up and I'm not a big social media person so um I went from like a hundred I think I had like 121 followers to like 5,000 and then every single day I would get a thousand followers and I was like holy shit like what the hell and um and I think just hearing everybody like just like everyone praising me and like telling me oh my god you're only you've only been a stylist for like seven months like how the hell like and just seeing how I break down things I was like oh shit like I could actually make it out in this industry like you know and I I thought I thought everybody was doing the same shit I was doing so I don't I don't know and I think that's what pushed me to becoming a healthier stylist especially like hearing shit from you too um especially like with the your spine and stuff and I was like holy shit you know I should learn from other stylists before I get to that point or ever you know because I do love this industry and I don't want to be I don't want to end this industry so early in my career you gotta be humble enough to know when to take a step back because it, it yeah it's, it's funny like I'm listening to you and I'm like oh my god like it's like baby Lisa all over again <laughs> get addicted to the money you get addicted to Mm -hmm. like the the financial safety you get from it and the like desire that you get from people becomes addicting like people are just obsessed with you obsessed with your work and Mm -hmm. just with you and want to give you all the money they have and you're like yes give it to me I love money you know Mm -hmm. um until one day that money really doesn't fucking matter because you can't even get off the ground Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah like you're in yeah. bed you're bedridden you can't even or like you're not sleeping you're not eating you're not you you're canceling people because you just yeah. physically cannot like you're crippled like your anxiety cripples mm-hmm. you or your back cripples you or whatever the case may be you know um yeah and it's i love having um people entrepreneurs and self-made people on the podcast who talk about this kind of stuff because yes while it is absolutely incredible to live the lives that we have Absolutely. And I'm not discrediting that at all. However, social media can be a little bit of a smoke and mirrors because of course, not everybody's going to post every single bad moment or sad moment or whatever the case may be. It's important to understand that 
even though, you know, just speaking about Trish, she's, she's young in the industry. She's extremely talented, but also you got to know the journey that she had to go through to get to where she is now and what she still deals with now, you know? And I, I say that on behalf of myself too, like, cool. Like the publicity, the, the social media, like what the fuck ever it's awesome. And I love my life, but people also need to remember too, that we're people and we have had a lot of experiences where it's scary, you know, mm-hmm. and anxiety can cripple you or like my, my spinal injury fucking, it was either I become paralyzed and I no longer do hair for the rest of my life, or I get it the fuck together and reframe everything and realize that money's not everything. So I challenge anyone who listens to this um, to take everything that Trish just said and apply it to yourself, of course, but also remember what she also just said. You know, she was bringing in the money. She was having a lot of fun. She was new. People ate her up, but it still wasn't enough because she wasn't full inside because she gave, 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 gave until she couldn't give anymore. And that's, that's like the number one issue that I feel like schools don't teach and people, stylists in general don't teach and just other entrepreneurs. It is absolutely normal to, to take a step back and it's normal to take care of yourself. And it's, it's, it should be more in the forefront versus the addiction to that money, you know, because trust me, I'm, I'm the same. I was in the same boat. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It gets so addicting and it's like, it's crazy because like I knew I knew the money especially coming from like makeup I was like oh easy money like you know but I didn't realize hair hair can make some fucking money and I was like holy shit like it even even till this day it's it's insane and I'm so grateful to be in this career because it's like you know we don't have a cap on our income and I love that but it also scares me sometimes because it's like, like, you know, health insurance and like, if I'm not sick, I don't have PTO, right. you know? So it's like, you better save that fucking money for a rainy day. And I had to kind of learn that the hard way because um, I would get sick so much because of, you know. Not taking care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. But now I'm on a, I'm now I'm on a better boat. I think I got sick because someone drank my water. Um oh. Yeah, I get sick so fucking easily now. But well, it'll take time yeah. to kind of bring your immune system back from all that. Because I mean, it's still my spine is still fucking wrecked, and oh, it, was, it, it, will be, it will be the rest of my life. You know, it'll never be something that will ever be fixed. But same thing with your immune system. I mean, if you're going through so much turmoil, yeah. it's a while to kind of bounce back. Yeah. I think I'm getting like early carpal tunnel because like I cannot open a jar to save my life. I can't even hold anything for so long because I never even thought I would even get carpal tunnel either. (laughs) I was like, oh, you know, I'll be fine. Like I stretch every night like and um, during December, I had to take a week off because I was like, holy shit, my shoulders and like my whole body was so sore but I felt like I was like I was okay like I didn't feel burnt out or anything but my body was just like over it my body was like okay bitch you need to fucking chill out um but yeah now I'm I'm trying to get like massages like I've been trying to do these like on YouTube they have like hair stylist stretches and you kind of do these things with like your wrist so I've been trying to do that lately um 
So I'm I'm in a better place than I was, but yeah. Still 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 crazy. I remember uh when you it was like it was like months and months and months ago. I remember when you were posting, um, I'll get back to everyone, I'll get back to everyone, I'll go back to everyone. <laughs> you know, I'm too busy. I really like I knew what you it was so funny because I, I was seeing that and I was like, I know exactly what Trish is dealing with because I used to do it too. Where like you just you couldn't like you couldn't do anything because you were so overwhelmed by everything else. Um and it's crazy too, because even if you take a step back, right, just for a little bit, but in order for you to actually step back, step back into the ring, you have to step back into the ring differently. And that's the thing that I learned now. Um, you know, when my spinal injury happened, that was absolutely insane. And it, and it was terrifying, you know, and I took a step back, right. A little one, but then I went, I tried to get back into the ring a little too early and I made it worse. And it's kind of like one of those things, like you take a step back, right. And you feel a little bit better. Right. But now your shoulders and your, and your wrists are fucked up. So now it, it requires this like ginormous step back and you have to go back into it totally fucking differently. Um, which is terrifying because it's, it's like completely changing how you've done everything. Um, and I, I feel that because moving from, you know, Delaware, owning a salon and, you know, running that ragged into moving here, I was like, no, like, I'm not going to let any of these habits follow me. Oh, they all followed me. Oh, <laughs> you know, and now I'm in a position where I'm kind of redirecting and redoing everything in the way that I want, but it required a ginormous step back. Um, and remembering that I got to take care of myself in order for me to, to give to these people. Cause if I can't take care of me, how am I supposed to give these services? You know? No, exactly. And um, I remember my mom, I was telling her like, fuck, I need to cancel this client. And she was like, oh, we'll just have someone else at the salon do it. And I was like, mom, I'm independent. Like, I can't just call out and have someone take care of my client. Like, my client literally books with me to get their hair done by me, like no one else, just me. And I think that was like a different learning curve because it's like at a regular job, you can just call out and like they'll deal with it. But with us, it's like shit, like we really have no one else but ourselves. Um, I still suck at responding to messages. I feel like I'm my phone is always like bombed with messages and I get so overwhelmed. And I think that's what's um, something I need to work on because it's like I hate being on my phone. Like I hate like I feel like once I'm on my phone checking like like trying to book three appointments I'm like oh shit like I have I have a hundred more you know so I'm trying to like figure out like how to get like a virtual assistant but like also like have them kind of go through consultations but someone that's in the hair industry and I think booking in three different locations it's so fucking hard so that's why I think I just do it myself yeah I want to let's let's talk about that so Trish does you're in Hawaii Vegas in the Bay Area. Yes. Yes. So walk me through like how you book for these things. I'm actually moving soon and I'll text you. I haven't announced it yet, but I'll text you real soon. Okay. I know you'll well you'll be excited. Just, you'll be excited. Just to let you know, the podcast doesn't get aired until I'll tell you what what day. <laughs> it doesn't get aired until uh I think it doesn't get aired until the 6th, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. 
goes. And it goes oh, I don't think I even. I think I'm announcing it on like Valentine's Day. Okay, fuck. Okay, but I'll text you. I'm gonna text you. I'll text you. I'll text you. Um, oh my god, it is. I am still trying to find a system that works. It is crazy. So, um, I'm currently in Hawaii, and I leave to go back to California this weekend. Um, I actually leave on the on Friday. And then I'm going to Vegas the next day. And then I'll be in L.A. on the 6th through the 8th. And then I'm back in Vegas again. And then um, I'm in Vegas till the 13th. And then I'm back in the Bay. And then I go to Hawaii for my client's wedding. Um, I'm doing her wedding on the 18th. So I'm really all over the place. And I thought this year I was going to get a little bit better about booking and you know go traveling every other month instead of every month and I think I'm going back same thing going back into that like same Mm -hmm. habit but I was like you know what this is a busy month so I was like okay in March I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do every other month not try you will Trish you can't I know I know if you ask any of my friends they're like I'll literally still even on my little breaks I was like, you know what? My client just needs a toner. It's a, just, it's just, just a toner. Just I'll just go yeah. in. I'll just yeah. go in. They're yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck is a break if you're still coming in? I was like, this is kind of a break for me. Yeah, it's just you a know? toner. It's easy. Yeah, it's just a toner. It's literally an hour. It's easy. Yeah, my friends, like, they're, they're like, are you even fucking taking a break? Like, no. I don't know. For me, I feel like I that is kind of a break for me. I don't know. Do but. you have, like a like, a home base? Um, so that is what I'm working on because I originally was supposed to, so I moved back to California and I originally was supposed to just stay there. And it's like, I barely even live there, you know? I I know. Uh, I remember you posted that you were moving here and I was like, oh, awesome. And then you were like, yeah. So be bopping. Yeah. Everybody's like, where are you? And I was like, to be honest, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but that's why, that's why, um, I'm going to announce my new home. Um, and then I'm I also already have like my schedule out for this year of where I'm going. So um, I used to kind of book around clients because I did have I had really good clients were like that they would fucking pay everything for me to jump on the next flight, you know, and I would kind of work around their schedule like that. So this year I am working on having them go around my schedule right, as you should. Yeah. Cause I was just like, fuck, like, I feel like I'm hopping everywhere. I don't even know what time it is. Like what day is it? Like, you know, um, and I gained so much weight last year because I was like constantly traveling. I, I never cooked. I only ate out. So it was kind of like, I need to work on myself. Like I, I want to feel better again, like career wise in a great place, like happy. I'm so happy at where I'm at. I love doing hair. I don't get sick of it anymore. I used to be like, when I used to go on social media, I used to be like, oh my God, get this hair off my shit. You know, I don't want to think about hair. And now I love it. Like I love talking about it. I love all my hair friends. Like I'm in a better place, but like, I feel like physically now I need to work on myself. Right. So that's where I'm kind of at. Okay. That's good. That's good news. I'm I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. So it, it's traveling a lot. You are you're kind of like bebopping. I feel like every couple days. Um, no, literally. Do you rent at every single spot? Um. So they have. Um, I forgot what they're called. 
Um, you could do a drop-in. So that's what I do. But in Vegas and Hawaii, I kind of... I have a salon that I rent at um, in the Bay. It's so weird because, like, you would think because I'm based out there. But I kind of been just finding my salon home. And it's weird because I haven't found a salon that I really liked. Like, all the salons that I've been at, like, they're great. But um, they aren't... I don't know. Like, the vibe, you know, you can just tell when a vibe is, like, weird. But on um, Sheer Share, they have a thing for traveling hairstylists. And you can just book for the day. And you just pay the day fee. And you can book whenever you want. What's it called? So that's how I... Um, Sheer Share or Sheer Space or something like that. I'll send you the app. And that's how I actually got kind of started um, being a traveling stylist. Because I was like, oh, I didn't know you can just do drop-in fees. So I was like, oh, shit. If you can drop in anywhere... You can kind of do hair anywhere, essentially, if you're, you know, when you get licensed and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's really cheap. Like, um, you can do like $60 a day. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah Hawaii is like fucking it. expensive, though. But it's definitely worth it. I love working in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, Vegas is fucking cheap. Vegas is like, sometimes I pay like $40 a day. It just depends on the salon. Right. But, yeah. Wow. That's uh, traveling is something that I want to do this year, except not just with like doing hair. I'm traveling for like my education courses and all that stuff. But it actually has helped me out because I've been wanting to find different salons that offer drop in stuff like that because I would Mm -hmm. like it. You know, if I want to travel for a class, I also want to take some clients because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. Um, So if anyone's listening, you guys. So uh, this is how Trish kind of got started and I'll, uh, I'll tag what she's talking about in the, in the description below of like the actual link that she's talking about. Um, but please mind you, you do have to be licensed. <laughs> um, and yes, yes. So talk to me about this. Cause this is the interesting part. Do you have to have licensing in every single state or do you, are you licensed in one? And then how does that work? Are you just a licensed no, or like, how does that work? I'm licensed in every single state. Like, um, wow. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, so I almost got in trouble from state board because someone like tried to rat on me for not being licensed. And I was like, correction, bitch, I am like, yes, period. I was like, oh, um, excuse me, I am licensed. And I think that's a lot of um, like some people, especially when I was getting a little biz, like a lot of people were like intrigued about me being a traveling hairstylist. Like people have actually tried to like... um say I wasn't licensed through a uh, state board and I was like um come correct bitch like I am um so I am licensed in all three states and I'm trying to get licensed in other states and try to like build my book like everywhere um but yeah um different states require like different um things like yeah I had to retake my test but luckily I'm a fucking nerd and I love hair so it was so easy I'm like literally I love science like the only I think that's why hair came so easy to me is because I love I love science I love the chemistry with it like and I'm a fucking nerd so it just came natural to me to you know know about hair and all that shit behind it um instead of learning the test you know and yeah I think yeah because in Hawaii oh my god it took me forever but at the time I I was still early in my career so 
I, yeah, it took some time to get my license, but in Hawaii, they, they kind of do things differently, which is so weird. And a lot of people aren't licensed in Hawaii. So that's what you have to be careful about. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's because everybody is like, um, everyone kind of, it's all locally owned. And in Hawaii, you can be an apprentice and work in the salon. So that's what I wish I did. I wish I was like an apprentice and kind of worked my way up into, you know, and but you know everything it's okay because you know everything works out anyways but yeah I think that's so interesting like if I ever got to do school again I would be an apprentice instead of actually going to school yeah yeah that's that's like one of the best way to best ways to learn yeah um so I kind of want to wrap this up because I would love to have you back for another episode to kind of talk even deeper into all of this stuff um, cause I'm very intrigued by all of it and it very inspirational to say the very, very least. Um, but if you could give whoever's listening a piece of advice, what would it be? Oh my God. Um, okay. Let me, I think I would, the advice I would give is fuck it and just do it. Just fucking do it. Stop listening to everyone. Everyone will always give you like, everyone will always tell you, oh, don't do it. Like they'll always give you like this safe shit. Fuck it. Be uncomfortable. Do it. Um, You know, because you'll never know what will happen. Honestly. <sighs> yeah. Fuck a, it. Fuck it and do it. Hand in hand with the fuck you mentality. My slogan yes. is fuck you, man. At the end of the day, I'm going to yeah. be me exactly like fuck it fucking do it that's what my parents told me too when I moved when I was 17 they're like fuck it do it you're still young I was like you know what and I've always lived by that mentality sometimes I'm like okay dude you need to chill the fuck out (laughs) but like you know what I feel like it has it has I have so much stories and so much things that have happened to me and if I haven't if I didn't say fuck it and do it like I wouldn't I don't think I would be where I'm at. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to just fucking take those risks and say, fuck it. Sometimes you just got to send it, man. Yes. Full send. Full send. Full send ahead. <laughs> um, Trish, first of all, thank you so much for coming on, even though you're sick as fuck. Um, <laughs> I hope you feel better. But, guys, this is a full example, giant example of you a hundred percent always stand in your own way. I always get DMs like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Da, 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 da. And I always get excuses. And I'm here to tell you, if you want what someone else is doing, you fucking go after it, dude. You ask yes. them how they do it. How did you do X, Y, Z? And I promise you, it is not going to be easy to get to that journey or to go through that journey. I promise you, because nothing good in life comes from you sitting on your ass. Everything good in life comes from pain and sweat and tears. And that's just the reality of life. But to say like, you know, I'm not booked or I don't have clients or this isn't this. Why don't we take a step back? Let's take a look at what we're doing. Just take a look at what we're not doing. Let's take a look at you speaking into existence. I'm not booked. I'm not busy. No, 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 no. Let's reframe this and let's look at, okay, if I'm not booked and busy, how can I change this without feeling bad for myself? Yes, absolutely. 
so many moments of listening to this. I'm like, yeah, Trish easily could have just stopped there and been like, fuck, like this is too hard. You know, I, I really want to do this, but like, this is just too much work or like, why is this happening to me or whatever? But she literally looked at life and was like, nah, dude, fuck it. I'm just going to do this and this. I'm going to do this and this. And we're just going to see what happens. And we're going to keep going forward. And if this conversation does not inspire you to like, go the fuck after it, I don't know what will. <laughs> no, seriously. Cause what the fuck? Like. What do you have to oh, lose? Honestly, like, yeah, truly, exactly. what do you have to lose? You have literally nothing to lose. The only reason why you're not booked is because you're not doing it. And the only reason why you're not where you want to be is because you're not doing the things you're supposed to be doing. Instead of wallowing and being upset about the things that you don't have, why don't you start chasing the things that you want and actually doing it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, my God. Trish, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, this was a fantastic conversation, guys. I'm going to have Trisha's, all of Trisha's information in the description below where you can follow her, where you can find her, reach out to her, shoot her a message. Don't overwhelm her. Okay. Um, <laughs> or if anyone's listening to this and is looking for a virtual assistant job who happens to do hair, please reach out to Trish and to introduce herself, sell yourself to the girl. She's booked, busy, and blessed, and she needs help. And um, I'm manifesting that for you because I totally understand how you feel. Um, <laughs> it's just fucking a lot. It's a lot to deal with all the clients. And yes. This and that, blah, yes. Blah, blah. Um. But guys, this is Trish, Hair by Trish V. She is phenomenal. I love you all. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you all, you motherfuckers, on another episode of The Fucking Mentality. Bye, I love you all. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>